You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join in the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. I am Heather Carroll. And I'm Deacon Paul Trinan. And that music means it's time for this week's Honor Our Fathers segment. It's a segment we do every week. If you want to nominate a priest that has made a difference in your life, please give us a call at 877-795-0122 and we can get him nominated so that he can be put into a random drawing and win the Honor Our Fathers. So today's Honor Our Fathers segment on the Real Presence Radio Network is brought to you in part by Flash Printing. It's a locally owned print shop in Bismarck. Flash Printing can personalize special Occasion invitations, including wedding invites and programs, as well as graduation announcements. Which Thank I, you. Thank you, I Flash just, Printing. I what? just ordered graduation announcements. Oh, yeah. They can be nice. reached at 701-258-2727. So, the winner of this week's Honor Our Father, Father Gary Derushi <laughs> in St. Lawrence oh, Catholic exciting. Church in Millbank. Pat nominated him, saying, I would like to recognize Father Gary DeRushi in St. Lawrence Parish in Millbank. He is a great homilist, a good listener, straightforward in his thinking, keeping us on track, and a really good shepherd to his flock. We are blessed to call him our pastor. He, <laughs> he I should have read this beforehand. He d- hates donuts, but loves vegetables. Just kidding. Uh, I don't think so. Well, everything I said, every, I was going to say, everything she said about him is true. Except for, except for that last thing. The last thing. So he does like donuts. I think so. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so again, congratulations to Father Gary Derushi in Father Millbank. Gary, yeah. Uh, congratulations again. Today's Honor Our Father's segment on the Real Presence Radio Network has been brought to you in part by Flash Printing. A locally owned print shop in Bismarck, Flash Printing can personalize special occasion invitations, including wedding invites, programs, and graduation announcements. Then our number is 701-258-2727. Yeah, thank you. That's really great. This, these small acts of kindness that are, mm-hmm. I just think, Unexpected. they mean a lot. They mean a lot. They mean yeah. a lot, especially, especially during these very busy days for these, these fathers of ours, so... Yeah. Keep our keep keep our priests in your prayers this week. There's, I think, a lot of. Hmm. It's a super holy week. It is, and they are pushed. They're pushed with homilies, with you know some of these unique forms of um, liturgical celebrations that we have that are just you want to do them right now. You talked about the Easter Easter vigil. That is such an awesome liturgical celebration. But there are these things mm. that, you know, mm. that you maybe you don't recognize from the pew that a priest is responsible for. And, and, uh, and that's, a, that's a, a responsibility that they embrace. But at the same time. Uh, yeah. Well, and Mom and I, um, back in Rapid City, used to be sacristans at the cathedral in Rapid City. Okay. And we always were sacristans for the bishops' masses. And that was just like. You have, like, from the pew, you have no idea how much goes on behind the scenes, you know. And so I, still to this day, Deacon, I'll be sitting there and I'll be like, okay, altar server, you need to be getting up. Let's go. Where are yeah. you going? Come on. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go. 
because you just want to coordinate it all. But it's a beautiful traditions that we have, beautiful uh, reasonings behind all these traditions in the liturgies that we have. It is. And there's that tug, you know, like you say, uh, you know, this is supposed to be happening. This is the, mm-hmm. the piece of the puzzle that's supposed to be there. But you just can't be overwhelmed by that or consumed by that because the grace of God is present in this. That's the reason we're gathering. And so to be able to interact with those that you're celebrating with, you have to be open to that as well. It's a, it is, it's an orchestral type of interplay that's just beautiful. So as a deacon, what are your responsibilities this week? Well, it, it's, it varies. And, and I'm in a, what's called an area of faith community. So there's four communities, um, four parishes, I should say. And um, so it changes from year to year. One of our priests, we have a, a main pastor, Father Brian Ostrang, and then two retired priests, one of which had open-heart surgery here a couple of months ago, five bypass. Mm. And so he is just getting back into um, celebrating Mass this last couple of weeks. And so I'm going to be kind of his right-hand man um, and assisting him with Masses and, and um, you know, blessing um, folks with holy water and, um, you know, doing the, the, the gospel, of course, that, that always falls to the deacon, is to proclaim the gospel and assisting with the altar. Um, he's going to be handling all the, um, the homilies this week. And, mm. and I think that's great because a deacon can do that and he'll often defer and say, hey, can you do the homily this weekend? But I think the experience of having your chest opened up and putting in all those Dunlap tires to try to reestablish <laughs> this this lifeblood. Is that how it works? I, I think he's going to have some perspective to this mm. year on Holy Week and Easter. Well, it's kind of nice when the same person does the homily for all of them because mm-hmm. it is one long service, truly. Mm-hmm. And so the consistency and how it can build could be a beautiful thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a lovely, lovely, it's just so, and that Easter Vigil Mass is just so, it's just like a layered onion. It's just so beautiful the way you come in, you come in out of the dark, and mm-hmm. there's this one light, this one solitary light in the world of Christ. And um, oftentimes, now I don't think I'm going to be doing it this year, but you come and you, 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 you sing the exultant. That kind of falls to the deacon, but I think... But that's such... And, and it's... At first, when I was little, I'm like, oh, here we go. You know? Yeah. And because it, it's, it's not accompanied by any music whatsoever. It's just a solo. Um, but it talks about this beautiful light. And, and while the deacon is singing this, everybody's passing this light on from, from pew to pew, person to person with their candles... There's still no lights on in the church. It's all coming from Christ. It's all coming from Christ. And there's a line in that exultant that always gets me. um, This beautiful fall of Adam. And because of this beautiful fall, we have Christ that comes into our life now. And I've never thought of that before I started singing that that, that hymn, that, that, that prayer. That that fall, uh, that original sin was beautiful, hmm. and yet that's what's in the, in this prayer the church teaches 
because it's the fullness of Christ that comes to us because of our sin. And I think that goes back to what Father Tom was just talking about, too. You know, he could have cashed it in when he had this issue of bullying when he was first in the seminary. He could have cashed it in when he had this marriage that wasn't going the right way. He could have... But he fell. And he, he said, I'm going to surrender. I've tried everything. My marriage is falling apart. And he took these broken dreams that he thought he'd have this perfect marriage. Haven't we thought that? Yeah. Or these perfect children. I'm going to have these perfect children. <laughs> I'm going to be the dad of the year. I've got six kids. I haven't got... You haven't gotten the award, award yet. yet. <laughs> and yet, I take these dreams of these beautiful children that I do have, and I try to give them to God, like Father Thomas is explaining, and I'm just going to love. And so, you know, this, this weekend, I just want to reflect on what Father Tom said and just emphasize it. We all have those things in our hearts. We're all human. Remember I talked about Bishop Barron, something's wrong down here. We're living in this world where there is something wrong. Um, it's more than COVID. It's more than a political thing. Something's wrong down here. And to spend time in prayer, to go to the Eucharist, like Father Tom led us, and said, Lord, you take and heal me of this at Mass. And if, if, if you f choose not to, your will be done, not mine. But his, his emphasis was if you want to live... You have to forgive. To live, you need to forgive. Mm -hmm. I love that. That's, that's what well, this And if you really about. look at what he was talk, talking about, and in the end, he just had to love, you know, we make it way more complicated than it needs to be. We do. We make it way harder. Like the 18 steps to forgiveness, you know, or whatever it might be. And in the end, it's just... Because when he said, I needed to just love her through this, I've been divorced. And if you would have told me that statement while I was going through my divorce, mm. I'd have been like, you're nuts. Yeah. You are nuts. And today I get it. You're disposed. You've had that time of bringing it to the Lord. You've had that time of reflection. You've had that time of surrender, right? Because yeah. probably if you're like me, you've tried. Okay, this is Paul's, Deacon Paul's. This is my plan A. Oh, that, that didn't work. <laughs> All right. I got plan B, yeah. C, D. Yeah. You get to that point of where you could be despairing, but instead you say, okay, I'm just going, I'm going to give this to you, Lord. Mm -hmm. We just had a re retreat at the Abbey um, for women's. It was a women's Lenten retreat that, that focused on um, this Father Delindo's I think, I, think it, I want to say Delindo's um, um, novena called the Surrender Novena. You've heard of that? Yes. We've actually, this is crazy that we're talking about it because Real Presence Radio staff, we get together every morning for prayer. Okay. And you call in, you right. whatever. We all join every day. And t on Monday of Holy Week, we started the Surrender Novena. Mm. So that's what this whole weekend was about. You know, Jesus, I trust in you. You take care of it. Mm -hmm. That's it. That goes back to the simplicity of what you just mentioned a minute or two ago. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But yeah. it can, sometimes can take an, a lifetime, can take years to get to that level and may, maybe not net, not ever get to that level yeah. of surrendering. Yeah. 
Well, Deacon. <laughs> I just have to say one Great. more thing he said. Okay. He said, are you doing that well? This is God speaking to Father <laughs> Father Tom. Are you, really, are you doing that well without me? Yeah. How's that working out for you? How is that working out for you? <laughs> and, he, and he came to this realization, this self-realization by the grace of God. It's better to suffer with the Lord than to suffer without the Lord. And, and the key word here is we're all going to suffer. Right. Right. More banter time with Deacon Trinan right after this, folks. <laughs> so stay tuned. We'll be right back with more Real Presence Live. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. Rose Management is a family-owned business that believes in good morals, doing the right thing, and treating our residents as family. Rose Management provides affordable housing to complexes throughout North Dakota and Minnesota. All Rose Management properties and our maintenance staff are in a centralized location in their cities. If you have any questions, you can call 701-237-6840 or online at rosemanagement.net. Again, that number is 701-237-6840. SJ Machine, proudly named after and dedicated to St. Joseph, provides quality machining and induction heat treating to a variety of industries. Just as St. Joseph worked diligently to meet his family's needs, SJ Machine strives to understand and meet your production needs. Prototype to production, working together towards success. SJ Machine can be reached at 701-347-0155 and are a proud supporter of the Real Presence Radio Network. Hi, this is Dr. Ryan Sapo with Lumen Vision in Fargo. Lumen Vision provides eye exams for the whole family and specialty services like vision therapy and custom contact lenses. We offer a variety of frames with missions you can believe in, like Moto Eyewear, which gives away a pair of glasses to a child in need for every frame sold. We are so grateful for your support and grateful to be supporting RPR. You can learn more about our mission at lumen.vision. Lumen Vision is a proud sponsor of the Real Presence Radio Network. Mayo Pharmacy in Bismarck is a faith-based pharmacy committed to delivering excellent care. We're pro-life and pro-family, respecting the dignity of the human person while providing for your individual needs. We have Catholic gifts for all ages, from mystic monk coffee to cards and crucifixes. Plus, we offer a wide range of clinical services, including rapid influenza testing and diabetes care management. You can visit us at 303 North 4th Street to discover the Mayo difference. Our number is 701-223-2424. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. And welcome back. I am Heather Caro. It is good to have you all here today. It's uh, Wednesday of Holy Week. Wednesday. Wednesday is a beautiful day. Well, um, Tritoum starts tomorrow. Yep, it begins tomorrow. CCD confirmation tonight. Bless all those confirmation students throughout our listening area. Um, being exposed to uh, the beauty of the, the teaching of our faith. To be able to absorb that. To be able to desire it. That's what I pray mm-hmm. for my confirmation students. To increase in the desire to want to know you and love you and serve you through the church. To understand it. To want to know it. Mm-hmm. And embrace it. Um, yeah, so. We were talking off air. You're going to be doing every single Mass this week. Down in Sioux Falls. Yeah, sort of. 
sort of. Well, because they're not. Well, okay. So here's the here's the deal. Okay, so tonight we're doing the Living Stations of the Cross, and we have a soup supper at Christ the King, and then tomorrow we're going to go uh, to the Last Supper Mass on Thursday, and then on Friday at noon, see every priest does it different. Yeah, they do. So Father Fox used to do the um, where is Good this Friday. Going? The cross. Oh, yeah. The um, expos- veneration of the cross. Veneration. Thank you. Veneration of the cross. Well, Father Samson, I've never had him during Holy Week. And so I'm just going to go to Mass at noon, and I'm not quite sure what to expect. Yeah. But that's okay, because whatever it is, it will be good. Yeah. And then... Um, It'll be better than last year. <laughs> it will be much better than last Amen. year. Amen. And then at the vigil, 830 at Christ the King. But I just... The very first time, my mom always has gone to everything, and um, she only made us go to the Vigil or Easter Sunday Mass, and I can't remember, I must have been in high school before I went to all of them, and what a difference that made. <laughs> Holy buckets. A good difference? Oh my gosh. When See, you we... finally sing Gloria, or, you know, Hallelujah, I mean, it's just like... Really, you're really singing. Yes, it's Easter. Woo! See, you're holier than I am. I grew up no. in Yankton, South Dakota. <laughs> I went to Sacred Heart Catholic Church, and um, we never. It was not our experience to go to the vigil. And so, I, actually, it wasn't until I was in college that I remember going to a vigil mass, and I didn't recognize, didn't realize that this was going to be four hours long. <laughs> it was at the, it was at the cathedral in St. Oh. Paul. And I was dating this girl. So I really, really, I really wanted to out. impress her. Yeah. And so we went to this vigil mass at the cathedral. I'm like, we were supposed to meet some people, you know? And I'm like, what's going on here? Uh, how many catechumens are there? Yeah. How many readings? But I know that um, in a lot of parishes, that's going to be reduced because of, you know, some of the concerns of of the virus and things like that but Mm -hmm. um it's still it's just going to be beautiful and so we'd really invite everyone you young men you young men i'm going to put out a special call to you young men Uh, take your date (laughs) take Take your date date. (laughs) to uh the vigil mass and um ask the lord to bless spend the evening with your date i ended up marrying that girl so it was it worked yeah i was maybe a little bit concerned at that time because the mass was so long god (laughs) knew what he was doing God knew he was doing so. Yeah, and I, you know, you, you talked about going to Living Stations of the Cross. That's such a beautiful thing um, to be able to expose your your eighteen year old daughter to yourself to your own heart. I love those Living Stations. Yeah. Well, another... in the past, she was in the Living Stations, you know. And there's this absolutely beautiful picture. I should bring it and show it to you, but she played Mary Magdalene one year and. There was just this breathtaking picture. It looks like it belongs in a movie. Bring it. I'd love to see it. I would all have yeah. to find it. But yeah. um, I have a, a friend who's mm. never seen Living Stations. And so we're going to go do Living Stations. And I think it'll make a big impact. I had never seen it. And then I was part of a youth group. Or not a youth group. It was a young adult um, prayer group in Aberdeen back in the late 80s <laughs> and they said we're going to do living stations and they said we need somebody to be Jesus and I played Jesus and oh, it wow. was profound it was a profound so tell me about that the Via Della Rosa was sung oh 
I think Kayla Heller was the singer of that. We had four guards that were adult. You know, they were football coach type guys mm-hmm. pushing me around. And yeah, you know, it was, it was all narrated. It was all were narrated. You, were so you yeah. expecting to have that reaction? No, absolutely not. But, you know, I'm a emotive person. I'm, I'm an in the moment. I try to be in the moment person. And um, it, w- one of the things that really struck me is when they raised me up, and um, all these farmers had constructed this cross and, and this base and this mechan- mechanism of keying, a, keying it into place. And, 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 and looking out, looking out, looking out into the crowd that was there, it was that sacred heart in um, Aberdeen. I just remember the people. And they were seeing in me, seeing Christ in me, and I was Christ to them. And now I wasn't ready for that. It was very, very, very powerful. And so, um, please, if you have the opportunity, and we all kind of have, take take your kids, take your young adult children, um, take your friends mm-hmm. to to stay, even to stations. We we did that with our our youth group or our, our um, confirmation kids this last Wednesday, and uh, we have to do more of that next year um, during Lent. That's just a beautiful thing. It really is. It really is. So thinking about, you know, yesterday I was on with Dr. Chris Bergwald. So I hosted Dr. Chris. Dr. Chris. I call him D.C. Bergwald. (laughs) Dr. Chris, because he likes D.C. comics. I like that. Anyway, um, he asked if there was an Easter movie we watched every year. And I said, no. (laughs) Do you? You and your family, do you have Easter traditions that you do to prepare for Easter? Um, Actually, not on movies. We'll watch. I'll watch The Passion of Christ. And I challenged my my um, confirmation kids to do that with with a parent. Yeah, because you know what I'm talking about, right? Yes, the Mel Gibson produced one. The Passion. Yeah, I will watch that probably every third or fourth year. It's just, I don't know. It's more than I can handle um, some years, and um, I'm not sure if I'll be watching it this year or not. I I may, I may, I'm about due, but that is. That's a pretty... Po- Why? What other ones are you... Uh, well, Dr. Chris and I were talking about that, too. He always watches the Ten Commandments. And I always thought it was funny, because I'm like, well, what does Moses have to do with any of this? But then he's right. It's the first Passover. You know, um, but I've watched The Passion once. And it was traumatic. Were you in the theater, or were you at home? Theater. And it's like... I don't know how many Kleenexes I went through, but sobbing, you know, and it's kind of one of those things for me personally, I only needed to see it once. We saw it um, at a, we don't have a theater in our hometown, Ortonville, so we went to Millbank, which is about 15 minutes away, and I went with my son, he was probably a junior in college, or junior in high school, sobbed as well, left the um, theater, walked to the car, no words. We're still crying. Got in the car, drove back to our home. Didn't say a word to each other the whole way. I'll never forget it. I'll never forget it. Yeah, that's very powerful. Yeah. And, and so I'm even praying the rosary on the way out today, and I was using um, an app on um, Father 
or Bishop Robert Barons, and he's got some beautiful art and and depictions of of um, I I'm going with the um, sorrowful mysteries, mm-hmm. but none of them are real. I mean, I mean, none of them are true to the fact that what what we what our sins, what what God, what God, what Jesus suffered for us. I think I think um, I don't know. I don't know for sure what it was like, but I think it was a lot more like um, the Passion of the Christ depicts Jesus' suffering more than some of these, like a, a single drop here and there. And, mm-hmm. you know, uh, it's, it's just a stunning thing. Talk about love. Me. What he did for me, what he did for you, what yeah. he did for me, and what he did for you. Yeah, pure love right there. <sighs> so, Deacon, uh, before we run out of time this morning... Tell me about what's happening at the Abbey. I asked you how things were going because with COVID, things obviously in many places have come to a screeching halt. How are things at the Abbey? Well, they certainly came to a halt in 2020 for us. I think we lost 80, 90% of our events. We're very, it it was crickets around here. But since the first of the year, since January 1st of 21, man, there's just been this this, um, rebirth if you would, um, of people coming to the Abbey, events, people want to have more events. Um, there's people knocking on our doors saying we would like the Abbey to host this event. Um, and it's just been, you know, following protocols and following safety measures and still doing the, the distancing and things like that. But eventually folks are just, they Ready just need to get community. Back to <laughs> they're just, they're just dying for community. And I, and I'm not, I don't mean to be too um, flippant when I use that word. There's people that need this. Twelve-steppers, you know, the, the burden on these mm-hmm. AA folks that are coming back now and sharing with me how difficult. Mm-hmm. Somebody who's fighting sobriety. We're going to be, um, mm-hmm. so we've, we've been blessed. We've had seminarians, three groups of seminarians from St. Paul that have come out. We've had priest reunion groups. We've had men's Lenten retreats. We've had women's Lenten, women's silence. Um, just a whole host of different retreats that have been well, well attended. I want to throw a couple things that are going on here, just really briefly, talking about we're going to have a piano exhibit, one of the local um, piano gurus that has a trap line uh, where he does piano work. He's, he's collected, I don't know, I don't know how many different pianos, but back from the 1700s um, up until recently. And he's, he's got these on display. He'll have them on display coming in April 29th here at hmm, the Abbey. And interesting. So he's going to host um, some walkthroughs with that. We're going to have a very, very, um, our day of recollection for um, April will be um, Father Scott Trainer, oh, who I hope, I hope everybody's familiar with. But he's going to have a day of recollection called Learning to Paddle Upstream. Mm. Missionary Discipleship in a Secular Age, which is all about Father DeGrude's, or Bishop DeGrude's, push. And we'll have um, Missy Baumgartner who's going to come from Watertown It's going to do a day of recollection in May called The Beauty of the Mass Through the Eyes of a Layperson. And also in May we'll be having a Communion of Hearts Rosary Retreat. It's the seventh one we've had here. Um, Father Scott Trainer or Father Scott Snyder from Morris, the St. Cloud Diocese will be doing that in the third week of May. So, yeah, there's Yay. a lot of life coming and we're, love it. we're, we're just blessed. So. Love it, love it. Good stuff happening. All right, folks, next up is Jan Fetterl, Gift of Hope. We have uh, a new gift of hope and a new way that everyone around listening can participate in this wonderful um, program. So stay tuned with us. More Real Presence Live coming up right after this. Right after this. Live, engaging, and local. 
This is Real Presence Live, where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network. 